This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning, I am very pleased to have Edward Porta and Andy Hill, both from Solutions ATI, with me. We're going to be talking about their uh, generous sponsorship of our recent golf outing. Um, Edward Porta, you are the owner of Solutions ATI and also an Anderson dad, and Andy Hill, Director of Digital Adoption. Uh, so thank you both for being on the show. Thanks, Eliza. We're happy to be here. And- uh, well, I'm always happy to have you. Uh, we're going to try to cover a bunch today. So let's just uh, get jump in. Um, Edward, if you could talk a little bit um, just to get us going about how you got involved with Anderson. Sure. So uh, my wife, Leah, and I have a child with severe autism, and he's now in the residential program at Anderson. And uh, our journey there hasn't been an easy one. Uh, we're actually from California, and that's where we, we settled and raised our five children. And I'm from Pennsylvania originally, not too far away. But um, we came to know of, about Anderson in 2020 because of COVID. And when COVID, COVID came on the scene, many counties and schools in California shut down their services for severely disabled children. And uh, we as parents had advocated and, uh, and tried to, to talk about the risk to these children and how uh, they weren't as much of a, a, at risk from COVID. But if they were left without their services, there was a high, high risk of injury, death, institutionalization. And, um, and we wanted to restore their educational services, their occupational speech therapy and the behavior intervention. But we just couldn't make much headway. And in the May-June timeframe of 2020, we realized we needed to make a change for our son and so that's uh, when we, we researched and got in touch and, and, uh, and talked about the possibilities uh, with a great team at, at Anderson. And, and eventually we decided to put our son in the program there. And that was a, that was a tough time. And the decision-making process to go from having your child at home and nearby to uh, going into a residential program and, uh, and on the other side of the country, that was a difficult decision to make. And we were confident in our in the intellectual part of our decision. We thought that was what we needed to do for our son. But still going through that process and then having him um, and taking him there and then walking away and leaving him in, in other folks' hands uh, in that to that degree, that was that was tough. And um, but, you know, fast forward to now. Uh, and we still remember that time of being numb for about two to three weeks after we 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 had him there, had him start at Anderson. Uh, it's paid off and, and it's not always been easy and, and there have been rough spots, but we've seen recovery and improvement in all but a few areas. And we credit the it's it's a significant thing because we credit the team at Anderson with helping to save our son's life because of the circumstance uh, that we were in and being without services back in California. Yeah. And yeah, and it was it was tough, and the, and the other parents will have similar stories uh, to us in, in what what Anderson has done for them uh, and their child and, and their families. And our son, he's more engaged now, uh, and it's his behaviors have decreased. His classroom attendance is better. Um, he's he's better able to interact uh, with others and the community. And the time he's with us is even that much uh, better and he's really engaged and it, it's just, it's very fulfilling. So um, one of my, when we were there for the tournament, the, the event recently, one of my uh, teammates who was there last year and this year commented on how much our son had improved uh, 
since the year before. And that was, that was great to hear. So that difference uh, that we see and, and others see uh, with our son is, is due to the team at Anderson. We can't thank them enough uh, in the difference that they've made. I appreciate you saying that. Um, I think I would echo your, your sentiments specifically about the, uh, the team here, um, the, the direct support professionals and, and everyone who, who works here really um, quite amazing people. And, and I know that they will appreciate hearing that directly from you as, as a dad. Um, I also wanted to point out, and maybe, maybe you could underscore this a little bit. Um, I've heard from other families over the years that distance was always a factor. But I heard that from within New York State often, um, that the idea of even going from, you know, maybe someplace like Long Island, which is about two and a half, maybe hours away from Anderson's main campus, felt like a really far distance, which I always I understood. I respected that. I, you know, I think that it, I get it. It's it's uh, doesn't feel like enough FaceTime. You're coming from across the country, but you noted something before um, that your time with your son seems to be sort of. I don't know if enhanced is the the right word, or maybe um, just more more um, of, of of a better quality. I, I don't want to be disrespectful here, but it, has it changed? Um, and it, and is that a big difference? That that the it's not so much about the amount of time always, but the quality of the time and the opportunities yeah. that you have with him. No, it's everything. The way you just described it, that's the reality of it. And I think with with folks who are more local, it may. In some ways, it may be easier for us to travel far because we're, we travel, we, we, we set up camp there nearby Anderson mm-hmm. and have our son. But that, that time that we have with our son, um, because others are supporting him and just the, around the clock, they're there supporting him, uh, going to classes, teaching him, that those times that we now have, because he's, he's not with us during those periods where, you know, during COVID, where he was without services, yeah, we were we were as a family very run down. Yeah. Now with the support mm-hmm. of Anderson, he's getting the education that he needs. And then that time with us is we can focus on him, he can focus on us, and it is enhanced. It, it's just a much better quality. And his his life throughout that, you know, being at, with the folks at Anderson and then with us, the whole thing is better. That's great to hear. Um I appreciate that you shared that. Um so so uh I'm, I'm hoping we'll have time to come back to you, uh, Edward, with a little bit more. But for now, should we shift gears and go to Andy to hear more specifically? Um, you know, you were incredibly generous sponsors of the golf outing, um, and and I loved being there that this year and being able to see so many Solutions ATI uh, uh, shirts um, being worn by by people who hopefully had a great day of golf. Uh, we certainly did. Um, but maybe Andy, you want to tell us a lot uh, uh, about digital adoption um, and, and the services that Solutions ATI offers. Sure. Um, and, and thanks, uh, Eliza. Sorry, I wasn't able to make it out to the, uh, I'll hope, hope to make it out to the uh, tournament. 2023 is right around I, the corner. Andy. I'll need to learn how to play golf. But... <laughs> no, you can hang out with me. I don't play I golf. can just drive I just, something. I, I get to I talk know. to everybody. <laughs> Carry things. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So, so what we do at Solutions ATI around digital adoption is um, we consider it, we even have on our website, you know, help our, our clients make the most of their IT investment and, and digital adoption is, is the process really for us or, or maybe attaining um, the state of getting the most out of a digital investment. Uh, here we are right now using a digital application to talk, right? Um, or consider something simple like Microsoft Word. Most computer users 
know how to open up Microsoft Word, put together a new document, write something down, right? But there's a ton of other stuff going on in there. A lot of fancy things you can do with Microsoft Word. But when you, so when you adopt something like an application um, or an application, what we call application adoption, you learn to use maybe not all those features because most people don't need all those features, but you learn the ones that are relevant to your work so that you can do your, what we like to say is, uh, you know, allow employees or users to do their best work without the application getting in the way. So that's, that's kind of what, what we do. Uh, I am one of the people that you just described who knows how to open up word and write something down. Yeah. I really like making lists. Um, I uh, pretty much anything beyond that, when you get into fancy, even my team here knows that that is not, don't ask me any questions. Um, but so I really appreciate what you're talking about. I, I never really thought about uh, working with a company that would teach me or teach, uh, teach, you know, an entire business, how to make better use of all those applications, because it can be overwhelming. I, I wonder how often you might hear from somebody that you're starting to work with um, that like, they're almost afraid to click on any of those other options because they don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, and, and where we see that is with um, any company we work with and our clients mm -hmm. range from, you know, IT infrastructure leaders to biotech to fast food, they all employ it a broad set of digital applications. I'm sure you all do even at, even at Anderson. Um, I wouldn't know it, but I'm sure we do. <laughs> they're there, you know, there some of them you're using some of them. Ideally you don't even notice, right? That's right, good right. if you don't know. Right. And, and so um, folks can get, you know, it, it can be overwhelming, especially when there's change. And that's something that, that obviously we're focused on. Digital adoption is kind of, um, you know, a, a close cousin to uh, change management, which is, um, you know, kind of related activities around what we do. The change management is more of the, the we, maybe the basic kind of groundwork of making a, uh, making a change from, say, an old application to a new application, or maybe mm -hmm. a company decides to use a new HR app or something like that. I'm um, sure lots of folks out there have seen something like Workday and their workplaces, something like that. So um, it involves that too. But then when you get to that point of use where you're actually using the tool, um, it, it's nice to know what to do, know that the change is coming, know what you need to do in that moment. Uh, when you need, all right, now I need to log something in this system, right? Um, say it's a sales application, right? I need to log something in there. And then, yeah, you want to make sure you get it right and you don't cause some problem or have to call a support desk or something like that. Yes. I've been there through all that, but I, I know what you're saying. I think this is great. Um, I, it sounds like you work with a nice variety of types of, um, of, of companies. And um, I'm curious what solutions uh, ATI, like, do you have, you know, immediate future plans, anything big coming, anything you really want our listeners to know that you're available to do or, or sure. companies that you're interested in working with types of businesses? Sure. I, I, go ahead, Eddie. Uh, yeah, I, I can go ahead and, and take that on a bit. So uh, Eliza often, Oftentimes, and we're growing, and and we grow. We're growing both in our application adoption when we're we're assisting our clients and and taking on a new application and migrating their team members over, as well as um, uh, specializing in embedded help, uh, featuring a tool called WalkMe. And and later, I'll hand that back to Andy to talk about that. The uh, the clients that we're working with, as Andy mentioned, across all industries, uh, they may be rolling out Salesforce. These are enterprise level applications. They may be rolling out Salesforce for configure price and quote or, or SAP for supply chain or Workday mm -hmm. 
are. So those are some of the applications that we'll work with. And when we're managing an adoption effort for the, the client, they're, they're, they've just built and they're, they're working with a system integrator to deploy this new application. And when we get involved, which is, not, which is before the application goes live, we'll talk with the client about what success looks like. And so what does adoption look like for you? And how do you want your team members using this application? And then how do we measure that? And everything we do is geared toward that. And then we figure out how to solve for you know, the needs around communication, training so people understand the application and how to use it, access to help should they run into issues or they have questions, and then ways to give feedback if they get onto the new application and they're running into issues that they think are actually a problem, how do they communicate that to be acted on? So that's, and, and we do this in a way that where, how are you going to do all those things and what are the tools you're going to use to make sure you're get the, getting the biggest bang for the buck and use the co- tools of communication that work for your organization, your culture. Yeah. So that's, how, that's how we operate. And we, we do that in, at, and keep it as simple as possible. And um, so that, as Andy mentioned, the team members at the client company, they know what's coming. They know how to provide input. They know where to go uh, if they have questions. And uh, they feel when they get there, when they get onto the new, new, the new application, they feel like it's better, as good or better than the application that they, that they left. And we want to keep them as happy and informed as we can all the way through that process. That's great. I, I love the approach you're taking. Um, the fact that it's, it feels to me like it's sort of um, really addressing the end users and their comfort because so many people are really averse to change of any kind, even if they know that the new thing is going to be better. It's that process is always just difficult and fraught with challenges. Um, but also, I love what you said, Edward, just now about culture. Um, and you're right. I couldn't agree with you more. I think every business has its own communication style and its own um, sort of culture of employees and and how training needs to take place and preparation needs to take place. So it's really cool that you take all that into account. Um, I wish we could continue. We have to actually wrap up, um, but I would encourage people who are interested in learning more about Solutions ATI to go where? Where do you want people to go to get more information or to get in touch? SolutionsATI.com. That's easy. We're on LinkedIn as well. So (laughs) if I could, Eliza, uh, just to to wrap it up on our team, we're 60% U.S. military veterans. And and that's part of why we're passionate about supporting uh, Anderson is because Anderson throughout uh, COVID never lost sight of their mission. And we appreciate that. And we've got folks who are disciplined and stay on mission. And and Anderson really did that in support of their uh, community. of autistic children and adults. I appreciate that. And uh, and I think that that's a great and very unique aspect of your company as well. But I love the tie together. Um, you know, when we anybody hits a challenge, I think you need at least a couple of those, uh, those colleagues or family members or um, team members right next to you who are going to stay focused and, and not get rattled. So appreciate what you do. I uh, very much appreciate your sponsorship of the Anderson Golf Classic and for sharing both information and also your personal story, Edward, uh, this morning with me and uh, Edward Porta and Andy Hill from Solutions ATI. Thank you so much for being on 1 and 44th today. Thanks, Thanks so much, Eliza. This is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm EJ Williams for American Humane. For thousands of years, dogs have been our best friends in our worst times. Today, we're also learning that our best friends 
millions of whom are abandoned each year, are often the best medicine when people are facing obstacles. To help both people and animals, organizations like American Humane have been working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond, finding animals in need of forever homes and training them as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help our veterans, the elderly, and children overcome the daily obstacles of life. In this way, the rescued can become the rescuers. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, <laughs> please visit AmericanHumane.org. Hey, Joe, I thought you were retired. <laughs> Living on a fixed income is tough. So here I am, an essential worker. I know. I mean, food prices are going up every day. Thank goodness for BenefitsCheckup.org. Benefits what? BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free website where people over 60 can find help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. I got $1,200 a year in benefits. Maybe it can help you. Meet Ingrid, fiery spirit, carrying grandma, proud trucker. I've logged more than 4 million miles in my truck. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. I was driving outside of Ohio when a gentleman stopped suddenly in front of me. But it takes my 80,000 pound truck 200 yards to stop. I'd given myself extra room, but it's not a chance worth taking. It's, it's our roads. roads. It's, it's our, our safety. safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Hey, is that a faucet running? Nope. That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. It is? Yeah. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. The water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum! That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and uh, I want to start the second part of the show today by, again, thanking Edward Porta and Andy Hill from Solutions ATI. Um, hopefully you got to hear that. Um, that first segment, um, Edward is 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 a really engaged, dedicated Anderson dad, um, and also the owner of Solutions ATI, which was one of our um, uh, sponsors of Anderson's Golf Classic back in June of this year. Uh, Andy was very knowledgeable, obviously, about the services that they provided Solutions ATI, and I would encourage you, if you're in need of those services uh, or just want to learn more about the company, to visit them at solutionsati.com or uh, check in with them on LinkedIn. 
So, uh, so what I'm going to do in the next uh, minute or two is thank the rest of our sponsors. Um, not everybody has an opportunity to have an interview on the show, but uh, our sponsors do get a shout out. So uh, our June golf outing was close to back to normal. It occurred back in June of 2022 at the links at Unionvale. It was a beautiful day. We had a great turnout. We were in fact sold out this year um, and we broke records in terms of fundraising. Uh, this year, we actually made uh, over $100,000 for Anderson Foundation for Autism, and that is unheard of for us. Um, we couldn't do that without the support of all the people who come out and play and all of our uh, uh, sponsors. Um, and so here we go with a, a list of who some of those sponsors were. Um, our birdie sponsors this year were Hudson Valley Magazine, McCarthy's Pharmacy, Professional Computer Associates. Our food truck sponsor was Atlas Star. Uh, we have a new food truck. It's amazing. You can find it um, around town these days in the summer. It'll be at the Hyde Park Farmer's Market and some other locations. So keep an eye out for it. You really can't miss it. <laughs> it's uh, pretty awesome. Uh, our cocktail hour sponsors this year were the Gettleman Family and Page Park Associates. Um, and our corporate foursomes were Affinity BST Advisors, Day Seckler LLP, Facilities Maintenance Corporation, First Columbia, Minico Insurance, PCSB Bank, Professional Computer Associates again, Rhinebeck Bank, RT Specialty, Solutions ATI, Station MD, and Veith Electric. Um, if you've come to our golf outing in the past, you know some of these names because quite a number of them have been sponsoring this event for years and years and years. And I just want to do a special shout out to those repeat sponsors. Um, it is not only so helpful to make the event a fundraising success, but it is so heartwarming for all of us who work at the event and put it together, as well as the families who come out and volunteer and or play and or, you know, know of the event and know the impact that you're making um, on their loved one to know that there are people who are just dedicated to supporting Anderson's golf outing every year. Um, that's all because of the relationships that we uh, we have established with all of you and that you've established with us. And, and we really appreciate um, just coming out time and time again, and even stick with us through the years of COVID when we really had to switch gears and do something very different. Uh, we're hoping next June to go completely back to normal and have our vendor holes back in action at the links. Um, which again is a beautiful course. Uh, shout out to them too. The links at Union Vale, beautiful course. And um, I don't play, but from what I understand, it is a challenging course. Um, and um, I guess if you're really good, that makes it fun. And if you're not, I guess it's just challenging. I don't know what else to say, uh, but it's a beautiful venue, and uh, and the folks there are are really nice and helpful, and and really help us put on a great a great day. So once again, just a real quick run through of our sponsors this year for the 2022 Golf Classic for Anderson, Hudson Valley Magazine, McCarthy's Pharmacy, Professional Computer Associates, Atlas Star, the Gettleman Family, Page Park Associates, Affinity BST Advisors, Day Seckler LLP, Facilities Maintenance Corporation, First. Columbia, Medico Insurance, PCSB Bank, Rhinebeck Bank, RT Specialty, uh, Solutions ATI, Station MD, and Veith Electric. Thank you all so much for helping to make 2022's Anderson 
uh, golf classic, an enormous success. And we hope to see you all out on the course again next June. Uh, and again, thank you to Edward Porta and Andy Hill from Solutions ATI for uh, spending some time with us in the first part of the show today. Um, thank you for your support and thank you for sharing the information about what you do at Solutions ATI. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to One in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.